When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. September. I'm not going to torture you with my singing. Uh, I won't torture myself by hearing myself singing, but happy Saturday to everyone listening. Thanks for tuning in, for visiting the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Once again, got a great show for you tonight, a brief show and a bonus show. We're going to be Reviewing the new Tremonti album, Marching in Time, from Napalm Records out this Friday, the 24th. So look for that. Another amazing album in 2021, which has just been filled with incredible, amazing albums week after week. Everybody is just nailing it in terms of music. We're going to do our quarterly rankings, which we do with a friend of the show, Chris Corradetti at CO underscore Mountaineer. You can find him. We do every quarter. We review albums released over three months, right? You know, so January, February, March, we do a ranking April, May, June. We do a ranking July, August, September, is where we're headed right now. We're going to do a ranking of the top albums for those three months. And based on what 
we get in terms of feedback and the amount of listeners that tune in for this episode, it is one of our most successful ongoing series on the podcast. You guys really dig it. You guys really love it. We love doing it. It's a conversation that can go on for however long. And we also have some friends rank some albums, friends of the show, and we read them on the air and they give their thoughts. It's great. I love doing it. But it is harder and harder. It's getting harder and harder each quarter to rank these albums. And when we do our year-end show, which we take the top 25 from the whole year, it's going to be damn near impossible, I'm telling you. Because there are so many great albums. And it's like, how are we going to leave some of these albums off our list because we're only going to rank our top 25, right? And and let's be also honest too. I know I review albums and we do some, you know, the the, the quarterly rankings here. But in all honesty, I mean, I am not some music critic or anything. I don't consider myself a music critic because I never talk about things I don't like. I'm a music fan, so I'm going to tell you what I like. I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't listen to. That's completely up to you. I will tell you that you should listen to something because I like it, but I'm not going to tell you you have to like it because I do. Or I'm, and, and I don't want to tell you things I don't like because, let's be honest, being a music critic and telling you something that is not good or bad or whatever, it's completely subjective. And you shouldn't let anyone tell you what to listen to, what to like, what not to like. Because as you evolve as a person, we're constantly evolving as people. At least we hope you know, to be constantly evolving and constantly you know, trying different things and learning different things and experiencing different things. You know, something that I may have not liked 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, five months ago. I may like now. So for me to tell you something that I don't like really defeats the purpose of being a music fan because I can tell you countless albums, countless songs, countless bands and artists that I did not connect with in the beginning when I first heard their music and or first heard a song on an album that didn't connect with me. And now I, I love things that I didn't like or things that I didn't connect with. So I I shy away from telling you what I don't like because I just don't think that's fair to you. It's not even fair to me because what am I going to do like two years from now? Like, oh, I know I told you I didn't like this record when I first heard it, but now I do. So let's revisit it. Eh. I'll tell you what I like if I don't talk about something it doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means I haven't connected with it or I haven't listened to it yet. And, you know, the other big reason is there's enough people on the internet. There's enough people that have a platform like I do that will tell you what they don't like and that they will troll bands and whatever. I, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to act like I'm some music elitist and some music snob. I am a music fan. I love rock music. And 
like I said, if something doesn't connect with me now, it may connect with me a year from now, six months from now, whenever. And for me to tell you that it's not good is wrong, is not right. So, you know, don't think of me as some, you know, we gotta, we gotta know what Jay says before we buy it. No, I'm just telling you how I absorbed it, how I enjoyed it. And that's that. It's very simple. It's very basic. Once again, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Love being a part of this great music family, family of podcasts, music podcasts. I always mention my friends, shout out Loudcast, Tom and Zeus. We now have a collaboration podcast that you can find on their feed, on their platform. It's the Zeppelin Chronicles. We just released our introduction episode, which talks about our connection, where our journey began with Led Zeppelin. Also, where, where the journey for Led Zeppelin began and how they started. So we, we enjoy doing that. We're probably going to be bringing that to you every quarter. We'll do one episode between their podcast and my podcast. Obviously, we're busy making content and delivering that content to you. So please enjoy. Please check that out. Once again, that's on the Shout It Out Loudcast platform. So search them up on any podcast platform and you'll find the Zeppelin Chronicles. So check that out. Tom and Zeus and and Murph. Can't forget Murph. Super fan Murph, who does a great job too on there as well. Also check out Mistress Carrie. She's been a guest on our show too. Great Great host, great uh, voice in music for bands and giving them a platform for their new music. Martin Popoff, the rock historian, doesn't get any better than that. Cobras and Fire, a little comedy, a little rock and roll. And Carmen Apiece, Vinnie Apice with local Chicago promoter Ron and Esty. So check out those podcasts and the many others on Pantheon, you can visit PantheonPodcast.com, follow them on Twitter at Pantheon Pods, and search them on Facebook, Pantheon Podcast. I think they're on Instagram, I'm not sure, but you can definitely find them on Facebook and Twitter. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us wherever you do podcasts, and please download the episodes or set your app to download all new Hook Rocks podcast episodes so you get the latest and greatest podcast. we got some great content coming up. We've done some great shows this month and beyond, such as the legacy of Ronnie James Dio. We reviewed the Iron Maiden Senjutsu album. We talked with guitarist Chris Lane from Station about their new album on the latest New Music Spotlight. We talked last month about the big four in rock and roll history with Sidney Taylor from Metal from the Inside. We interviewed Brad Gillis, Dee Snyder, many others, many great conversations, music commentary. Always love doing the new music spotlights. We're approaching 100 total music, new music spotlights on the Hook Rocks. We're also slowly approaching episode 300, so check that out. We continue to try and bring you interesting conversations, to try and bring you what we feel is great content. Check out Skylab Tapes, at Skylab Tapes, with our with our great conversation about the best 
sounding streaming services. Everyone, pretty much everyone, subscribes to a streaming service. And yes, they suck for bands. They do. They don't pay out shit. But we all, unfortunately, have a streaming service. And it's not going away. But which one sounds the best? And which, what ways can you make your streaming service sound the best it can be? So check that out. We'll get into why streaming services are important probably next month or the month after with Christine Neagle. So look forward to that episode as well. And let's get into Tremonti, uh, the new album out, like I said, September 24th from Napalm Records. Marching in Time is the title. This album, how odd is it or how much of a coincidence is it that I saw Miles Kennedy in concert last night? And I'm reviewing Tremonti's album. That's funny how the world works sometimes. But anyway, getting into it, I will say this. Have your neck massaged. Maybe make an appointment to the chiropractor. Your neck's going to be sore because you are going to be headbanging during this album. And this album just, man, just takes your soul. And you just want to rock out. And you are thankful you like hard rock and heavy metal when you hear this because the the music is incredible. The arrangement, the arrangements on on all the songs are just top notch. Musically, this album delivers, delivers sonically. It delivers. It is fantastic. Again, like I said, two thousand twenty one, great year for music, and it's it's. Very evident that Tremonti is part of that great music in 2021. I didn't know what to expect because the album that he released, Dying Machine, A Dying Machine, you know, was very conceptual and it was very dark in terms of the story, in terms of just the vibe of, of the album. And I didn't know what approach he was going to take a lot has been going on since his last album. We all know the outside world and the reality of things is tough. It's been tough. It's been troubling. It's been stressful and we're all getting through it. No matter where you are, you know, on this planet, whether it's the United States, whether it's my listeners in Canada, Europe, South America, the UK, Australia, Japan, wherever, we're all dealing with it and we're all trying to get by somehow, some way. So I was curious to see how he would or how the, how these moments have affected Tremonti because he does write very emotionally, right? I mean, his songs are, are very personal and, and they, they have the ability to connect with the listener and find their personal feeling in for that song, right? That's a mark of a great songwriter and a great song is that a person can write a song about what they're feeling or what they want to portray. And then once, once they put it out into the world, the listener absorbs it and then they connect with it somehow, you know, with what they're dealing with. And it has a completely different meaning for them than it does. Maybe what then maybe then it was originally intended. So, Again, he's a great songwriter, very underrated songwriter in his approach and how he 
he uh, he writes music. He writes lyrics. My favorite artist of all time, my favorite band of all time is Led Zeppelin. And I love Led Zeppelin because each song feels like a journey. Each song takes you to another place and you get to explore that place through the music and you get to have that journey, whether it's a journey of empathy, a journey of sadness, a journey of happiness, whatever it is. You determine that journey when you when you when that song takes you away. This album is no different. The previous album was very conceptual. The songs on this are very conceptual, but they they kind of live and breathe on their own. The subjects are very similar but different for each song. I mean, there's a lot of perseverance, there's a lot of empathy, there's a, a lot of perspective self-awareness in these lyrics you know when you when you're finding the time to listen to this and you're listening to the lyrics it's very reflective and it's it's kind of like an out-of-body experience for mark in terms of how he portrays each song and how each song is a journey it's like he's reflecting of what is happening in reality maybe for him maybe for somebody else but like led zeppelin this album does take you on a journey with each song. It starts out with just a powerhouse, two powerhouse songs, I should say. A World Away, you know, which is just kind of like, again, that perseverance trying to battle through the struggle of just realities in life and trying to find that happy place, find that happy medium that gives you comfort, whether that is something that, isn't exist right now and you're trying to find that peace or whatever, but that's the take that I got out of it from, you know, from the, from the song, a uh, very powerful song, which leads into now and forever. Another heavy song. Again, make that chiropractor appointment after you listen to this album, because your neck's going to hurt. Your shoulders are going to hurt. Uh, it just, it's an album that really just, I always give the compliment of hits you on the chin, punches you in the gut, and knocks you on your ass. And this album does that. You know, arrangement wise, sonically wise, lyrically, it really is the complete package for an album. And I know a lot of of Alter Bridge fans and Creed fans are gonna love, love this record because it really does deliver. If Not For You, again, is appreciating a presence in life that allows you to overcome circumstances, right? To overcome struggles. You know, everybody has that one person in their life, whether it could be multiple people at different stages. You know, one person when you were younger and as you got older, another mentor led you further down your journey, but it's really showing that appreciation of what that presence of whoever that is, whether it's spiritually, whether it's a person, has allowed you to to overcome those struggles in life and to be where you're at at the present time. Very interesting way of writing a song, very interesting perspective as well. That's another 
thing I wanted to touch on with this album is the spiritual essence of it, right? I mean, even though it's got these hard, heavy riffs and tones and colors to it, it's very spiritual and it's also very melodic, which is very difficult to do when you're in that rabbit hole as a musician and you're writing these heavy riffs and these tones and you're in that place to to come up with some beautiful melodies on this record like Mark did, it's tremendous. It really does satisfy all the senses when you're listening to it. You know, when you're listening to an album that has all that. It's very rich in emotion. I can't stress enough about how this album really does make you feel something. Each song makes you feel something, which is rather unique, you know, because sometimes there's some filler tunes, especially in today's world where you're trying to put out 10, 11, 12 songs. This album has 12. You know, not every song is going to be able to stand on its own, unfortunately, and these do. Let That Be Us, The Last One of Us, both great tracks. Again, you know, Mark hits on you know the points of empathy and perspective and self-awareness um, and knowing yourself, right? And, and really, that's what I really heard on this album is Mark is, is really comfortable in his own shoes and, and very aware of himself and his emotions and his life and his reality. And he really does convey that. And I don't know if he may not be writing personal stuff on this album. This may be all things that he's observed. You know, people write through either personal experience, observations. They want to tell a story. Mark can be doing all three. I don't know. I'd love to sit and chat with him about these songs because the lyrics are so rich and, and the concepts and journey that the, that each song takes you on is reminiscent to those Zeppelin style songs where you start out listening and you go to a different place. And that's the common theme with this album in one place under the sun, both great songs. Again, keeping the album going. I remember reading a review when I was younger, for Savage Amusement by Scorpions. It was the long-awaited album after Love at First Sting. They took a long hiatus in between those records, what felt like forever back then. And I remember reading a review, and the reviewer gave the example of an airplane that takes off, and then once it reaches the height it needs to be at, in order to fly to its destination. It then reaches that height and then continues on at that height and then lands, right? And and the example, the reason why he gave that example is because the an album should be like a plane ride where you take off, you reach that height, you, I don't want to say coast, but that's essentially what you do, put it in autopilot, and then you land. With the idea being that once it gets to that ideal height to continue to fly, it continues to grab you and continues to interest you where there's not a dip where you take off, go down, you go back up and you go back down. This album does that. It takes off, it gets to its height and it just makes that trek to its destination, which is the last song. And there's no dips. It is 
incredible from song to song. So keep that in mind when you're listening to it. Uh, my favorite track on the album is Not Afraid to Lose. It's towards the back end of the album. Very beautiful song. And what I connected with on this song is how when we do go through a journey, whether it's a personal battle, whether it's moments of triumph, in order to get there, right, we have to be afraid to lose. You have to take that first step in order to get where you want to go. And you may fail. And more times than not, you do. But you can't be afraid to. You've got to keep moving forward. It connected with me because that's always the message I give to my son, who's the Youth Rocks. You can follow him on Twitter. We go to concerts together. We're very close. And one of the messages I always give to him is, don't be afraid. Just do it. You may fail, but get back up. Now, kind of a little personal side note is he played hockey for 10 years. He was a tremendous young hockey player. Unfortunately, he had the injury bug where he had three knee surgeries, four knee injuries. He tore a meniscus and he tore a patella twice and bruised the patella. That's basically your kneecap for those that don't know. So in a span of like four years, he had three knee surgeries. And each time he injured himself, he would get back out there and keep working at get to the same level he was at before he got injured. And to see a young kid do that was incredible. To, to watch him not be afraid to lose is remarkable. And it's why my son is one of my biggest heroes is because of that, is because of that drive and because of that perseverance. And I really connected with this song in that way. As we come full circle, my son had to give up his hockey career because the last injury really did impact him. And he tried to give it a go after that, after his knee surgery, and his knee was in pain after practice and after games, and he just said, I can't do it anymore. His next passion became the guitar. And he, he's learning the guitar. He's becoming a really good guitar player at the age of 16. He's actually been playing since he was probably like 11 or 12, but he's really wrapped himself into it the last couple of years. So he's doing this performance for this guitar workshop group that he's in. And one of the songs he has to do is Let's Go Crazy by Prince. And of course, the solo on the end of that is intimidating for a 16-year-old. You know, it's very iconic. And we were driving to his rehearsals the other day, and I go, you got to do that solo, man. He's like, I don't know, dad. He's like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to be a, be a train wreck. I said, dude, look at you, man. Look at what you've accomplished in your life with your hockey and everything. You've never been afraid to fail. Why start now? And then I hear this song, and it just kind of brings that whole 
everything back to to the center with with my own personal experience. So if there's a song that connected with me on this album, it's definitely not afraid to lose. Uh, because my own personal experiences, you know, not always moving forward, even when you get knocked down, you keep getting back up. We've all had different things happen in life, but you just got to keep going and not be afraid. And know that you may not always like the outcome, but it's important. The journey is the most important part. The album finishes up with Bleak and Would You Kill? And then into the final song, Marching in Time, which is a great way to end the album and a great way to put a bow on this accomplishment. It's the title track of the album. The album is Tremonti from Napalm Records out September 24th. I hope you enjoy it. Give it a listen. You know, when you think about Alter Bridge, you think about Mark's career, he's very, he's always willing to take chances, which is remarkable, you know, because there's a lot of artists that want to just mail it in and just go with what's safe. And Mark has never been that person to do that or that type of musician to do that. So that's why I always appreciate him. Um, His guitar work is outstanding too as well. For all you guitar players out there, you will be definitely satisfied with this album and his playing. The arrangements, like I said, are just off the charts, breathtaking. Sonically, it checks all the boxes. Go check out Marching in Time by Tremonti out September 24th. Thanks for tuning in to this Saturday bonus episode of The Hook Rocks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and look forward to talking again. Talk soon. So many lives marching in time Move to the beat of the old and the blind Under the skin, hollow within Sift through the ashes we've It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 